Welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode 222 for the week of August 23rd, 2021. The Optional Podcast is a show all about video games and how they connect to the world around us, recorded each week from New York City and bounce around cables and satellites all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice. As always, that's my cat in the background, but I am Paul Tamayo and I'm joined by the one and only Cam Brewster. That's just how it is. Uh, yeah, I heard her like I didn't know if it was like a door opening or what was that. It was it, 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 there was the cat. Yeah, there's there's so much happening today. We're literally like 15 minutes behind schedule because of because uh, <laughs> of cars. Yeah, because of a car. But uh, <laughs> what's good, man? How you been? I've been great, man. I can't complain. I've been I've had a great week of just work and a good weekend. I had a good weekend. I went to um, Prospect Park this weekend, which was nice. I haven't been there in a while. Ooh. Um, I had a little picnic with some friends for a birthday, had some cheeses. My stomach was a mess, but it was worth it. You know what I mean? What a fool. Lact- stand up, <laughs> lactose intolerant gang. Um, <laughs> Salute. But yeah, man, like, yo, okay. I don't know if you ever heard of these uh, insects, bugs, insects. I don't know the difference between a bug or insect, but have you heard of a c- cicada hawk? A cicada hawk? No. Yes. All right. So peep this. This is my first time experiencing this thing. So there's these wasps that are like, all right, look at your hand. Okay. All right. You see your ring finger? Uh-huh. They're like that long. Oh my God. And they're fat. So there's huge wasps. So are you like afraid of these things? But they don't mess with humans and they just eat cicadas off of trees. They literally lift them off of the tree, like pry them off. And then bury them underground in their little burrows. So if you what? go to like Prospect Park or other parks, I'm, I'm assuming they're in other parks, but this is my first time seeing them. They like have all these burrows in the ground. You'll see like little holes, dirt mounds and stuff. And like you see these giant fucking wasps in there eating cicadas and shit. And we watched like this one hawk, cicada hawk, like grab like six fucking cicadas. He was living it up. It was crazy. Damn. Yeah. I was like, you storing these motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was really cool. Like really scary. Like, but really cool that's wild yeah um, i've never seen no shit like that before yeah i uh sp- i guess speaking of going outdoors i also i went out to uh long island city on sunday and then wound up spending a, a day with a couple friends as well um shout out to natalie by the way we we got to see her on yeah. f- thursday night whenever that was when we got to yeah. see natalie um i'm sure she does listen to the show so it's fine we'll, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just saying this out to keep it but um no, it, it's it has been kind of nice to like plan things to go outside and do things again in the wilderness where, you know, it's still kind of it's still a little scary out there, but it is kind of nice to just like reset and see friendly faces and, you know, just like for me, it feels yeah. like recharging. It does like it is, like like you said, it is pretty scary. Um, it kind of sucks because like I had been planning a trip to go see my grandmother who recently just turned 100 years old. Wow. Um, she lives down in uh, Florida, and me and my brother were going to drive down. But my aunt was like, hey, Delta's kind of crazy. And, I mean, she may rock to, like, 110 years old, so let's not take her out. (laughs) So we're trying to figure out a way if we could still do it, maybe, like, you know, know, get, like, some social distancing going on. Because I still want to see my grandma. Absolutely. You you don't have too much time left with 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 the matriarch of the family, so... Yeah, um, definitely. Cher- but she's good. It. She's like healthy and stuff. So that's really cool. But fucking Delta, man, this shit sucks. I know. It's, yeah, it's everybody scary. Just stay inside, please. I know. Cover and your mouth. If, if you can get your boosters, get your yeah, boosters. Yeah, if you shots. can do that. If you can't, just stay out of people's fucking face. 
cops. Yeah, you know, put a say. mask on, wash your fucking hands. Yeah, you know, right. Come on. You know part. Um, uh, yeah, let's uh let's jump into the show, huh? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this week's been kind of uh, interesting, <laughs> I'll say, for, for a number of reasons. <laughs> but uh, I have been playing uh, something that I pre-ordered, and uh, again, shout out to Natalie, reminded me about, was um, Picross S Genesis and Master System Collection. So for those who don't know, Picross is basically this really, really fun, uh, really, really relaxing uh, puzzle game where you basically, it's kind of like Sudoku, you're basically... Uh, going through these columns and rows and with numbers on um, both the top and the left are determining where there are like spots that are that you can fill in and then you know obviously leave the ones that aren't to be filled in filled in uh, so it's a little bit like minesweeper if you get it wrong it'll kind of change it for you or it'll it'll just tell you like hey you messed up and it's like oh, okay or or you could have the game not tell you um, it's pretty customizable but it's a really relaxing uh, puzzle game that I I've always loved these games. Like they're mm-hmm. they, if I, like I loved playing it on like the DS or, or the 3DS rather, and and um, you know it's just like I've I've played a couple of them on on Switch as well. I just I just love these kind of meditative puzzle experiences, and and it's really cool that there's a Genesis and Master System edition of it because it's all like sprites from obviously from like sega games so it's like oh cool it's i don't know fucking axel from streets of rage <laughs> um so and, and it gets pretty challenging too there's like really big puzzles that you have to try to figure out it's just really really cool if you've never checked it out just check out any of the pit cross games really they're they're usually on sale too pretty often so um it's been nice to just like so I, a little bit of a I guess insider inside baseball here but when, like when i when we record podcasts I'm on the call, I'm listening, taking notes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm inject. You know, I'm just uh, I'm talking into the chat, like maybe giving a little bit of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, heads up. We, we, you know, we're running ten minutes over, or if if it's you love to see it, which is which is a show that you know, like all my shows, they're all my children. Uh, I love to produce. I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I throw fun facts in there and IMDb trivia, uh, like when they're talking about specific plot points. And I like to play solitaire on the side because I need to keep my brain engaged while I listen. And so I'm, I'm basically listening to the shows live and I'm like focusing on them. But my but my hands and my brain have something to do because I'm really anxious. If it's right. not this, it's going to be me biting my nails or, or you know, or whatever. just wandering like your your thoughts like and that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then I, you know, I missed something on the show. I forgot to take a note about this or oh, this would have been a really cool interjection. But um Anyway, I feel like this. I, I so for the first time today, while watching uh, or listening to you love to see it, um, which by the way was for uh, Crawl, which was a movie that I just watched that I've never seen before from 2019, and it was pretty enjoyable. I got to say, it's a good time. Was that the uh, alligator movie? Yeah, it's the alligator. Oh movie. yeah, yeah. I heard that was pretty good actually. It's pretty good. I, I I thought it was pretty good. It's definitely you know a lot of blue screen and CGI and shit like that, <laughs> but it's cool. It's like Jurassic Park vibes to it. Um, so yeah, I played, I played, I was playing while we were recording and I, I, Oh, let me take a note right here. Let me take a note right there. Let me, Oh, let me add this. That reminds me of this part. And, um, yeah, it's a really great game. If you need something like that to do, um, we, you know, I'm, I'm always, I love these, I love the idea of these kinds of games that like, 
they don't, they don't necessarily require all of your attention, but you can kind of do them to keep your hands busy in the same way, you know, you might do a Sudoku puzzle or you might do the, you know, the, the crossword puzzle or whatever. Um, so yeah, um, it's great. I, I'm, I've been playing a lot of that stuff also like while watching stuff, like while watching my mindless reality TV show shows. Yeah. Um, so it's good. It's good. To, it's good for that too, because sometimes my brain is like, bruh, I need, <laughs> I need something else, man. This is, <laughs> I don't care about. Give me something to do. People. Yeah. Yeah. I need something to do, bro. Yeah. So, I've been watching uh, you know, a lot of reality that. TV as well. Yeah. So oh, I, yeah. Know the, I know the vibes. <laughs> yeah that that's good i mean sometimes it's it's best to have like a game like that where you could just kind of like you know clear your mind and just do a do the thing you know without overloading it yeah um yeah so i think that's that's great um did you want to wait to talk about your book or yeah yeah we could talk, we could do it after the games okay. I'm, I'm curious to find out more about uh any updates on tribes of midgard uh yeah so actually yeah i'll do that one first so i've been playing tribes of midgard it, it was actually after um i'll, I'll kind of rewind but i started reading again because uh, i've been missing that in my life Same. and uh i got really frustrated with the book i will talk about later um so i went to tribes of midgard to like clear my mind and just had that on autopilot kind of game right and uh so I played last night with some friends and uh, shout out to Bo and the crew. Uh, shout out to Bo. Show. Yeah. Um, we hopped into a lobby. And um, so basically you can play tribes with just your people or up to like 10 randos. Right. So it was four of us and then like um, six other people that were just randomly put in the same lobby. And then you have to like build up your your fort and uh, survive day after day. Every four days, um, they drop a giant into the map. And as you're exploring and like clearing out the map, like um, it's like all uh, covered in darkness. And as you move around, it like opens up on on the actual map, um, kind of GTA style. And um, yeah, so they drop a, a giant into the map and they are slowly walking towards your base to destroy it. And your base has like a big tree in the middle that you have to keep alive. It's like the tree of life or whatever. And you, you, uh, you keep it alive by giving it souls, which is like a currency you get from doing anything. So picking up, um, picking up materials or killing things. That's pretty much the two actions that you do in this game. Anyway, so uh, the cool thing about this game is that it just gets exponentially hard the longer you stay in this world. So after every giant kill, you have a chance to get out of the game. You can just take your ball and go home. Like, you know, you could take your, your reward and go home. Or you can, like, stick it out and try to survive for another four days. Um, so the thing about the fourth day, it's called, uh, I forgot what they call it, but basically like enemies are on like, oh, it's a blood moon. That's what they call it. And enemies okay. are on like 10 and they're just like really hyper and they send a bunch of like little bosses after your town uh, at night and then you have to survive through the night. Um, so it's this real weird balance of like, all right, sending everybody out during the day, you know, exploring the world, trying to unlock uh, spawn points. Um, killing enemies, you know, upgrading, upgrading, upgrading. And then at night, everybody comes back to town to defend it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we made it to day 14. Uh, and at that point, there was three bosses, uh, three giants that you like had to kill throughout the time. And the third giant is usually really 
hard, but we were all like working together with like randos and it was just amazing. We were like crushing it. And then you can actually kill the world boss, which is like um, Loki's dog. I forgot his name. Uh, Fenir? Fenir? I don't know uh, uh, mythology like that, but... Um, I only played like 40 hours of <laughs> Assassin's Creed. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Either. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you can summon this boss. You can kill it. But so there's a risk reward there because on that day, like by the time you're ready to fight that boss, like the final boss of the of the map, um, it's like day 15 and it's like forever night. So they're constantly sending regular enemies to your base to kill it. Um, and then they send one more giant out. Uh, to come get you. And that one is super tough. The fourth giant is like super tough. So you got people fighting the boss. So you say there's three people fighting the boss, three people fighting the giant, and then three people, uh, three or four people defending the the base. It just spreads you super thin yeah. and you're just like at the wire. And like, I'm not gonna lie, that was the most intense game we played and we made it through. We beat the boss and the giant. And we got Let's like, go. uh, yeah, we unlocked a bunch of shit. It was really fun. It took about like, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half to do and that that was that was really cool that was like the longest game we ever played um, Damn, but i had a laugh yeah it was like a really fun um time it was like you know it's it's a really really cool balance of chill and also like you know you have to coordinate and stuff especially for like with randos you can like you know ping stuff and um put stuff on your map to like let them know that there's treasure around here and stuff like that so i i, I truly love the game I'm, I'm excited to see if they continue to support it and stuff like that i mean it gets a little redundant after a while but it is really fun uh-huh. yeah i need to just check this game out already it sounds great yeah do it um I'll, I'll definitely be able to uh help you out like if you get it on um playstation i'll i'll help you out um and walk you through like the little hiccups that you you know the, the pain points that the game doesn't really explain to you mm-hmm. um yeah also so this week i've been playing a lot of apex legends i haven't talked about this at all um since we started the show back up, but uh, season 10 dropped earlier this month um, and they released a new character called Seer. And um, he's like the first black male character. Um, and uh, he's has like a African accent. I don't know, maybe like West African, not too sure, but uh, he's, a, he's a cool um, character. Basically he uh, is another like, um, uh, I don't know, scout character. Like uh, he's, he's like a bloodhound where he can like scan. Um, so he has like this, his R1 basically uh, that cooldown every 10 seconds is like, he shoots out like a kind of like a hallway of, of like these uh, like a framework almost like think of like huh. a, a portal um, and it shoots like straight out like a hallway and it goes through walls. And if someone's on the other side, it'll ping them and it shows like their life bar um, and their shield oh, wow. um, bar as well. Um, but the cool thing about that is that if you get, it does a little damage as well. So on top of doing the damage, it also interrupts any actions that you're doing. So say you're picking someone up and oh, I know you're behind wow. the wall. I can shoot that hallway out. And if you're in there, it'll stop the the revive. Or if you're healing, which it happens to me all the time. Hadouken. Yeah, you just like stop. Yeah, you just stop <laughs> fucking healing. And it's really useful. He's he's pretty cool. And then his special is that he throws out like a like a cage, this framework kind of cage. And if you're wa- running in this framework, I can see exactly where you are. I can see your footsteps. Um, wow. 
the way to go around that is to crouch and move slowly. So that, he's a really interesting character. He also has like a passive ability where if you aim down sights, he can hear heartbeats uh, that are in a certain range. So it kind of like pings oh. where characters are. So if you're like hiding and I'm like aiming around, like I can tell like, all right, he's in here somewhere. But um, Whoa. yeah, really interesting character. I've seen people like beasts with them. Like I'm not great with them, but um, I'm having a lot of fun with this this season. I, I think they're doing a lot of cool things. They did some matte finishes. It's same old Apex shit, but uh if you're interested in getting back into it, this character is pretty good reason to do so. I think it's pretty much their like most interesting character in a while, like in the yeah. last three iterations. Kudos to this game for never, at least for in my experience, which is like a, a certain litmus test in terms of like patience and mm-hmm. willingness to jump back into a, a live Sega. But like uh, Apex Legends. Um, has had quite the run so far and and it's great because like hearing you talk about this character i'm like oh yeah i forgot about like all those fun juicy tactical moments that happen on different parts of different maps and um you know the sort of coordination that that game requires isn't it's like it's not overwhelming it it Mm -hmm. can certain it can certainly feel overwhelming sometimes but once you get into the like the like the hang of things i think it's it's never too much but yeah even just hearing you talk about the ways that this new character and their abilities can impact or interrupt the other team. I'm like, Ooh, I kind of like that. I've always liked characters that do that, that are more, they're not necessarily like the heroes. Um, they're, yeah. they're definitely like good to have on your squad. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm like, also, you know, I feel like, uh, a, you know, the similar character, Bloodhound, like he's very, yeah. like, I guess you want to play them more aggressive. Like you just naturally want to play them more aggressive and you can do this with this character as well. Like, but I feel like it is more of like a scout character. It's like, all right, I know exactly where they are. I'm going to let my team, I'm just giving information. I'm going to let my team kind of like, you know, do the push or whatever. Um, yeah. It's, it's really dope. It, it has like that sort of mix between engineer and scout class in, in battlefield mm-hmm. terms of like being able to do recon, but also, you know, fuck shit up if you need yeah. to, which is, which is great. Um, yeah, this character sounds great. I, I've, I've seen like the character art and stuff, but I, like, I've been so out of the loop with Apex that I didn't even bother to look into it. <laughs> I was like, eh, I'm not going to play this. I, I know I'm not, but yeah. hearing you talk about it makes me like, oh yeah, I mean, it is, it is also a fun game to just pick up and play in the same way that I was really enjoying Knockout City for a while, which I, which I still jump into every now and then, because I think yeah. that game is still really cool. That game looks interesting. It looks a little like redundant for me. Like, yeah. I feel like I would love it for like the first like t- 12 matches and then be like, hey, you know what? I'm I think I'm good. Um, yeah. If they keep supporting it and adding new shit, I can see it being really fun. That's kind of how I thought I would be with it. But then I but then I realized it's actually a lot deeper than I was like anticipating. Giving credit, yeah. Yeah. And it's and it, that, it has a bit of like the arms uh, sort of rock, paper, scissors mechanic that I mm. and, uh, that I think didn't really work for me in that game. Although I liked that game, but it didn't, I didn't like it enough to stick with it. Uh, also, I just like kind of despise everything with motion controls at this point <laughs> but um but you know nintendo you tried that was a good try you know yeah. it was, it was solid effort uh but um yeah, yeah so, knockout city is it's interesting uh yeah yeah it it, it seems like a, a pretty decent game but um you said something about the the character art for this character seer uh just real quick like he's the only character in this game that has like a 
a f- like a human face. Like he looks real. Like he looks like a uh. actual human. Like you know how everybody else like kind of has like an anime kind of. I don't know how to yeah. say, say right. Like a more cartoony is like all right, that's a person, but it's not some a human, right? Like <laughs> right. Uh, this guy looks like somebody that you've seen before. Like you know, huh. just walking down the block, and it's it's really interesting because like I can't stop looking into those baby blues like i'm like that's a real person like it's so interesting like how he how different he looks from the other characters if you get a chance just like look at some some artwork and you're like yeah that's that's a real person that's interesting um that, that is cool I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to that now I'm gonna like now i'm gonna look at everyone else's face just stare at them for like way too long probably but yeah, so I was taking a break from video games, kind of, you know, like I wanted to get back into like reading. I have a lot of books I haven't read. Like I just keep collecting shit. Like I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy this book. It's new. I'm going to, you know, grab it. So this is my second time uh, starting this book. Uh, it's called uh, Black Helicopters. It's by Caitlin Kiernan. Who I've talked about one of her books before on the show, which I really loved, um, which is the first book in the series. Um, which was called Agents of Dreamland. And it's more of like a noir Lovecraftian kind of mystery um, book. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, I'm obviously going to love, you know, the, the continuation of the series uh, called Black Helicopters. And I just don't. So basically oh. she has a writing style that is very, uh, not all over the place. Like, all right. So basically the way she sets up her stories is like, she's telling a story within a story from two different perspectives at a different times in, in time and space. So like, uh-huh. it's so hard to follow along with the story. Like in the first book, I felt like I didn't have any problems. Right? Like I understood the plot, I understood the character's motivations. I understood where we were in the story, even when they were going back and forth in time. And this one is just like she's telling a story um, from a character that is based in 2035, a journalist. And then she's also telling a story from a character back in 1996. And then now she's in the future of a different like um, plane of existence where these monsters are like threatening our plane of existence. And I'm like so confused at any moment. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And it's Uh. really like. I really like I was like, OK, yeah, I, I wasn't just bugging like the first time I tried to read this book, but I don't know if you've ever experienced something like that. And it, on top of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on top of it, she uses like really intense scientific words with no explanation. It's not like <laughs> there's a key that can tell you what this fucking device does or what the hell you're actually talking about. Um, and I just passed a section in the book where it's like literally six or seven pages of French a French conversation in French. What? No explanation. No break in the French. <laughs> like, like, I was like, uh, I thought I was translate this. Br- br- or, uh, exactly. I thought I was tripping balls. I was like, wait, do I know French? <laughs> like, I didn't know. Like, I couldn't. I was like, did I forget how to read? Like, my brain was like so confused. So, um, I, it, I don't know if I'm gonna push through this book. And it's not a long book. It's only what? It's only like 200 pages. So I, I think you'll agree with uh, with Tracy on Goodreads, who says, uh, unlike the first book in the series where I had a general idea of what was going on, in this book, I was completely lost from page one. <laughs> Yo. I have to read the third book in the series for a reading challenge. So hopefully that one pulls it all together. Well, good luck, Tracy. Oh, my God. Good luck to us 
fucking all Jesus Christ. It's 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 really difficult. And I like the way they write. Like I'm, I'm not I, I know they were a good writer because I connected with the first book, right? Like it was something I, I dug and it's in the same vein. So like, I don't know, but this one is just on 10. Like wow. it's doing backflips, front flips. It's playing chess, basketball. It's doing all this shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's got the, it's got the cat woman basketball scene in it. You're like, wait a second. Yeah, what the fuck? What yeah, the exactly. Fuck? What the fuck is going on? Um, oh, if anybody's man. ever read this book, please let me know what the fuck is about. I might even just read, uh, <laughs> like, or watch a YouTube video of someone explaining it. Cause Oh my it's God. just that bad. I mean, Bro, maybe that's... like the French section like has like some really cool like you know context. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but for now, I, I think I'm just done. It kind of just like, all right, this is why I don't read anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it justified my like video game playing. Stupid ass books. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, that's funny because. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I mean, I've definitely experienced that level of bewilderment trying to read something like dense, like mm-hmm. um, like you know, so even some like Gabriel Garcia Marquez, like that shit. I had to like fucking take <laughs> notes and like I was just like, Bruh. what is happening? There's a, there's a tree in the front of it of of um, oh god, I'm, what's what's the uh, house of uh, was it thousand uh, something or others what's his book yeah a hundred years of solid a hundred years old yeah yeah, yeah. i worked uh, at a bookstore y'all y'all couldn't tell yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> i was like a also, thousand <laughs> a thousand leaves on it uh no i also chronicle of the death foretold is my shit though but yeah. that shit is also like 20 pages long right. um but yeah no i've definitely been there um but I, i've also kind of had a bit of a similar arc where uh I've kind of wanted to get back into something that was like that didn't require me to look at a screen because mm-hmm. I, I I kind of take a step back and realize how much I look at screens. Like I go from screen to screen to screen to screen, and I just don't take my fucking eyes off of them. So um, part of uh, getting into car and racing culture specifically was has been like um, getting to read magazines again, which mm. I've like kind of taken for granted because like the, the option you know usually the option is like oh, uh, I'll just get it on my iPad. I'll just read it on my iPad. And I had those kind of um, instincts at first as well of like, oh, I'll just read it on my iPad. But then I also realized how much I don't like reading on my iPad or screens in general. I was like, if, if it's the only option, fine. You know, obviously like it's the only option to read blogs and stuff. And if I'm having my coffee in the morning, I'm on my desk, that's fine. You know, like that's okay. But um, it's not my preferred method of reading, right? So um, yeah, I started reading like racing magazines to like keep up with like, you know, stuff happening in Formula One and, right. and uh, stuff like that. But uh, I also, uh, while I was away recently on a, on a, on a recent trip um, to visit my partner's parents, um, I got, um, before I got, before we left on the trip, I had for a while this uh, Satoru Iwata book. It's it's published by Viz, surprisingly enough. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and it's edited by Hobonichi, which is like, you know, I, I don't know what that means because I, I'm assuming that means like it was edited by their their whole crew, or I don't know what that means. But <laughs> basically, the the same folks who make my planner, like my my little cal, you know, my little planner thing. Um, but it's a collection of Satoru Iwata's writing, either from like the the blogs he wrote or some of the interviews he did online for like the Ask Iwata series. Um, it's a it's Damn. a kind of a collection of things, and it's a lot of like. Um, just advice like literally the subtitle is uh, words of wisdom from Tatsuro Wada Nintendo's legendary CEO and a lot of it is just like 
you know, managerial advice. It's creative advice. It's like problem solving advice. It's, it's like kind of like words of wisdom from somebody who I actually really, really admire. Right. Um, like I admire their whole, like, you know, like their whole story, you know, just in terms of, you know, rest in peace, by the way, uh, rest in peace to the God. But, yeah, yeah. but it's also like, oh, that reminds me of the time when we had to figure out how to, you know, fucking do this thing on earthbound. You're like, wow, right. so that's, that's wild. He has all these like really incredible stories, but they're also like really practical advice in there. And, and a lot of it is, you know, on the surface, it's pretty obvious advice. Mm-hmm. It's very like self-helpy. You know, straight to the point a little self-helpy but but it's it seems just it's very much like uh common sense oh yeah of course common sense shit yeah totally but sometimes i I need that i i you know i'm you're you're definitely like one of my go-tos for that because sometimes i i i have a tendency to overthink shit and i'll lay out all the 20 different million scenarios that could go wrong before i'm just like just gotta like do it just gotta do it and then you know stop worrying stop worrying about shit that's that hasn't happened or won't even happen and just like just take care of it, you know. Do and, you um, do you? Yeah. Um, sorry, this is like a side note, but like, do you usually um, lean more towards like self help stuff or like you know self help videos and stuff like that? Does that um, fulfill stuff for you? Like, is that something you like to to engage with? Not really. Yeah. Um, I find a lot of it pretty. Yeah, I'm know, I'm, like, I'm really cynical garbage. about that stuff, but. Um, I do like when people are into it, right? Like it's it's weird. Mm. Like I I personally be like it couldn't be me, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know I kind of roll my eyes at it. But I, I do when people like really like legit engage with this stuff. I'm like, all right, this is cool. And and something like this would be more interesting for me. Like this seems like a really cool gift for somebody who is quote unquote a gamer and you know yeah. into you know that that sort of uh, lifestyle. Yeah, and I mean a lot of the you know it's not, it's not so much a, some of its advice obviously because he's trying to tackle the thing he has in mind or whatever, but a lot of times he's just like talking about his own experiences, and I, I feel like for me I get more value from finding out about people's mm-hmm. successes and failures and how they sort of manage that stuff, which is why I think I I'm so naturally attracted to. Formula One, for example, I was I was actually just reading an interview earlier today from I think W Magazine with um, that my partner sent over to me uh, between Lewis Hamilton and and the guy <laughs> who plays uh, in Law and Order. Um, oh God, what's his name? He's like the the internet's current boyfriend. Oh, Christopher Maloney. Oh, with the butt cheeks, dude got <laughs> dude got yams. I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, him. So the, the uh, these two absolute legends interviewing each other. And, uh, they, you know, Lewis Hamilton talks about it a little bit. He's, he's pretty transparent about his whole mental mm-hmm. process and even his own mental health and stuff. And I'm, I'm very fascinated at like I, I watch podcasts where like, you know, an, an F1 world champion is interviewing, you know, a new whippersnapper up and comer. Um, and it's, it's cool to like get that to see that right. um, interaction because you get to see like what is essentially, you know, the the person who did it at the highest level and succeeded at the highest level talking to somebody who's trying to currently do the same thing and yeah. for me i find like i don't necessarily gravitate towards like here are 10 t- here's <laughs> 10 life hacks to make your life better or whatever like i think a lot of that shit is bullshit but right. like i really i really admire and i'm not i'm not gonna knock anybody for 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 doing it like i think every you know whatever everyone is trying to figure shit out right and like whatever 
I, who am I to judge? Yeah. Um, no, but it's like watching like a, like a, <laughs> it's like watching a, a Kobe interview, right? Like with another ball player right. or, or, um, you know, what I like to watch who's like fairly inspiring to me, which like, I'm not like the biggest Denzel Washington, like movie fan, but like he, any interview he's in, I'm like, I'm going to watch that shit. Cause it's going to, he's dropping oh, yeah. some like crazy gems. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And he's going to say it like smooth as hell. Yeah. Smooth as hell. Like, Fuck. Damn. See, and here you guys were making fun of me on, what is it? Thursday talking about <laughs> watching, remember the Titans in 4K. I was, I was so excited to tell everybody like it's on Disney plus. And you guys were all clowning at me. I was like, God damn it. Um, that was so funny. Oh no, I God. do the same thing, you know, like if there's certain people I like if it's on my cuz you know now that I'm it's like officially a part of my YouTube algorithm oh where it's my like God. hey, you want to watch this uh interview with like uh oh god, DJ Premier has a fucking YouTube channel now. What? Yo, D- I watched a DJ Premier video the other day where he outlined uh, his floppy disks like like how they used to work cuz now there's like a whole generation of people that are like 20 years removed, not even like probably closer to 30 years yeah. removed from floppy disks. And I was like, yeah, I remember floppy disk when I used to save my like, you know, <laughs> fifth grade homework onto it. That's like all most, it could hold. That's all it could hold. Yeah, like <laughs> one doc, one word doc. Um, <laughs> Double space. <laughs> one page. Uh, yeah. It's fucking 11 size 11. Font. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it was a uh, it, it was fascinating, like just like hearing his process and the stuff that he used to have to do back then. Mm-hmm. I, I watched the. um I mean, like for better or worse, like I, I know that like current Twitter sort of like the uh, the zeitgeist or whatever, if you will, like they, they have a lot of and a lot of them are pretty warranted, to be quite honest. But like they have a lot of feelings towards certain older rappers like mm-hmm. Talib Kweli and stuff like that, which right. I think, like I said, I think I think a lot of that criticism is extremely well deserved. But it's yeah. like it's, they show it's the whole ass and shit. It's like, yeah, they definitely show their whole ass, especially, you know, in, mm-hmm. for uh, in a bunch of different ways. But I most recently watched that um, Yasin Bey interview, and I I love Yasin Bey. Like he's been he's he's my favorite rapper. He's always, he pretty much always has been since the moment I popped in Black on Both Sides into a CD player. And they, he had an interview recently on on his podcast, and um, just hearing him talk about a lot of his own experiences and his processes and stuff like that. I saw him live at um, the Brooklyn Museum when he was in town pre COVID. Um, got oh, to man. see that show, that live show with my brother, and, and hear the album. That was like the only way you could hear the album. Yeah, I talked about it on the show. I um, I went but, as well. I didn't get to see yeah, it live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I am a, a huge fan. Like, I've I've always been, and also just like the, you know his general creative process, and uh, he's just like a fascinating individual. And mm-hmm. I I like to hear a lot of their stories. Right, um, right, right. Even though he he he's also pretty like. Um, hesitant about sharing a lot of that stuff because you know he's he doesn't like to really talk about it. He 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 prefers that folks sort of absorb that information and that story through the art itself, right. which I also really really respect. Um, so yeah, all that to say, yeah, the Ask a Water book kind of scratches a lot of the same itches because it's like a legend who had a really amazing career, but was also like a really good person because mm-hmm. um, he's you know, he's pretty fa- he's pretty famous as the Nintendo CEO who was like a, actually a good stand-up dude. Right. You know? um, and that's also rare in yeah. this industry. Um, unfortunately. So, yeah, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, sorry to get so heavy, but no, check it out. It's a good book. Dope. A lot of the stories are pretty heartwarming and, and they're pretty light, but... That's a really good gift idea. Yeah, yeah, check it out. I got it on sale too, so I'm, I can't imagine it's too pricey. Even yeah, full, it looks like 12, 12 bucks or something like that. 
Yeah, it's, it's a good read. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a good like short read. Um, all right, let's uh, let's answer some fucking questions. Good. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to throw them into our questions channel in the optional Discord. If you're also in the Fanbyte Discord, there's a room for questions in there as well. You can also send an email over to us at podcasts at fanbyte.com. And make sure you put optional in the subject line so I can catch it, please. Uh, continue our, continuing our voicemail tradition. You can also call and leave a, a message at 424-426-3799. That's 424-GAMERZZ. <laughs> Uh, so we can hear those lovely voices on the show. We also record on Wednesdays, so if you can catch us yes. before, before then, um, so you can hear your your question answered on the show on on Monday. Great, great point. Thank thanks for the Discord for for also yeah. letting us know, but also send us questions whenever. Yeah, you know, whenever. even if they're it's like, hey, you know, what kind of what kind of bagel? We'll keep do them you in like? the ch- keep them in the chamber. You know what I'm saying? What kind of what's what kind of bagel do you like? What's your go to bagel? Oh me, I just had one today this morning. Uh, you know, right. I like a classic New York style lox bagel, lox cream okay. cheese, capers, tomatoes. Keep. Talking plain bagel or what? Everything? Oh, everything! Come on, man! Don't disrespect yeah, me. I just had to clarify for the audience. Don't disrespect right? me, dog. Yo, I, I mean, you can for look, the fucking listen. Audience. I'm not gonna, you know, be mad if you get a, a plain bagel with schmear. That's a cinnamon you know, raisin. Cinnamon raisin. I'm not mad at that. But if you put, I'm mad at that. The classic sandwich show. You gotta have everything. everything you better baby. smell like onions after that joint, right? Like yeah. you gotta. You better be. Picking you can't talk to yeah. Teeth. Picking sesame seeds out of your teeth all fucking day. Get out of here. Yeah, mine is. Uh, I'm a little bougie with it because you know I'm a you know I'm a little I'm a little yeah you're a little fancy panty. I'm a little fancy sometimes. I like everything bagel, scallion cream cheese Ooh. and avocado. Ooh, fan- yeah, that's that's a good shit, man. And when and when they hand it to me, I go ooh and avocado. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay, so our first question um, is a voicemail hey. from Grace. Hey there, Grace here. I came over from the fanbyte Discord, and I'm really digging the community and discussions happening over in the Optional Hive. It's a great space, and I'm really glad to be a new listener. My question is, if you could snatch the fashion style of any anime character, who would it be? That's a good question. Thank you for your question, great Grace. Question. With the sultry voice, though. Yeah, you got to have a Delilah show. <laughs> Delilah. Um, you just give people dating advice. So I don't watch like a ton of anime, but... I do watch a lot of like shonen animes. Like that's pretty much my extent of animes. I know like regular dude shit, <laughs> rolling their fucking eyes. Um, but Ichigo from Bleach always had the fits. Yeah. He has like more of a streetwear kind of style, preppy kind of high school style, and I love that era of 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 Bleach when that was coming out because like. He always had a nice jacket on, some cool jeans, the fucking, he had a wallet chain hanging. You know, shit. it was like, he was just, he was just, I don't know, cool. He felt like an SS Tricky character or some shit. Like, oh, shit. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, SSX, you mean? SSXX Tricky. <laughs> How many S's? Two S's. Two S's and an X. All right. SSX Tricky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I would say Ichigo uh, from Bleach. Ichigo, what's his last name? Ichigo. Ichigogo. 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 It is fine. Uh, yeah, I um, I had to think about this one. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was like pacing around before we started recording. I was Google, uh, furiously googling. But I think my 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 gut 
it's a it's a bit of a, a a mix. I tend to like more of like their overall energy and style, you know, mm. more than just like I like the shirt. Yeah. So yeah, um, my my gut was saying um, Leorio or um, Nanami from Leorio from Hunter 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 X mm. Hunter whatever however you call it. I think it's Hunter Hunter and then. Um, Nanami from Jujutsu Kaisen, but they both wear suits. And I'm like, I don't really want to wear a suit all the time. So I like that energy. Like I, yeah. I like, uh, you know, very hardworking, but also has has a has a lot of, uh, is very aware of their work-life balance. That's the kind of energy I'm going for right now. Yeah. But also uh, I think um, probably my go-to is uh, maybe GTO. I mean, Ooh. you know, obviously not as a, well, I'm, I'm still, I'm pretty perverted, but not as like, <laughs> immorally <laughs> perverted as as uh, his initial intentions start off in the show but i like his style because it's, it's very casual when he's not being a teacher um I, like, but I also just like that kind of anime the 90s anime like short blonde hair look with like the he's he's also like was in a biker gang so he has a lot of like kind of loose fitting yeah casual 90s looks to, to him that i that i appreciate and I'm kind of also going for like Y2K era mechanic at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it looks good. Like, yeah, that's it. That's a good pick. I also like, um, yeah. you know, the classic Lupin suit style, yeah. like that, you know, high waters boots, like the, you know, that classic sloppy suit wearing style. I don't know. You, you kind of like sometimes when you, when you dress up, mm-hmm. you have the same energy, not necessarily the same aesthetic, right? Yeah. Again, we're talking about energies. But you have a lot of like the Spike Spiegel. Oh yeah, I'm just, or is it? Yeah, yeah, that's the same. That's the same. It's bit, bitten right from Lupin the Third. But um, ah. yeah, that that whole style, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's that's, that's a, a great good question. question. Shout out to Grace. Um, Welcome. Shout out to Grace. Uh, Mo, uh, shout out to Mo. Asks, uh, where do you draw the line between flatbread and pizza? I don't know if you can draw eight lines in it. Or how many lines does this pizza have? Um, how many times can oh, you right. cut a pizza? I mean, how many times can you cut a flatbread? Yeah, if you're, I don't if know. you're cutting I, off like in a row, then I don't know. Damn, I haven't had flatbread in a minute, but I feel like I can't describe it, but I know it when I see it, right? Like, yeah, I feel like um, flatbread doesn't have like a. There's no border. I feel like pizza right. has to have a border. Unless you're making your own pizza at home, and then maybe it's wow, more. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. Imperialist Cam <laughs> Brewster says he likes borders and prefers <laughs> borders to be safe. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I kind of agree. I think it's kind of you know when you see it. Yeah, I I feel like if you're making your home like a home pizza because you've you've done that before, right? Like you you know you and your partner yeah. and like let's make a pizza and it always comes out crappy and you're just like this ain't pizza, this is flatbread. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's where the line is drawn. It's like, if it's at it's home, yeah, sauce. it's not enough sauce or it's not enough cheese. The border's a little wonky. The shape is weird. Um, that's a flatbread. Pizza's more the yeah. uniform, more, more imperialist, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jesse asks of all of, of all the many skating games coming out, which are you most excited for? There's Ali Ali World, Skate Story, Bomb Rush, Cyberfunk, Skate 4, Skate Bird, and probably 10 others <laughs> I forgot already. Also, just general shout out to the amazing THPS 1 Plus 2 remakes. Uh, yeah, they were amazing. Truly, truly, truly great remakes. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you you listed them all. Yeah. 
for me. Um, I think my number one is probably Skate Four, just because of like what it, what I think it could be, and and, and its revival of that more, uh, I don't know, not not arcadey, because I guess Tony Hawk would be more arcadey, but um, I don't know like that. Laid back. Yeah, that more laid back style of of skate game. I also like the Ali Ali games, so. I never played them. Yeah, they're they're fun. I have I have like Ali Ali one and two. Um, they're pretty simple, but they're pretty like you know you can get in depth with them and and, and try to um, you know get more uh, intense with them. Bomb Rush looks really fucking fun. Oh, uh, looks so amazing. But huh? I, I don't know. There's something about like the like them running and then grinding is is weird to uh, me. But um, I, I just what if they had Heelys? I would. What I love he- I still want a pair of Heelys. Honestly, same. Get my usher on. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, <laughs> get a Mario. Get my Mario. Yeah, these are good, good picks. I'm, I'm glad that these are like making their resurgence. Um, yeah, I want them to start doing more BMX shit too. Like, bring those back. Bring those back. Yeah, BMX is good. Yeah, it was in the Olympics. Um, oh, my mom's calling. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Mine is probably Skate Story. Um, oh, Skate Story. Yeah. Skate Story looks amazing. I've had my eye on that game for years, and every time I see it, it still looks amazing. It's like, yep, that still looks incredible. Can't <laughs> wait to fucking get zooted and play that. I'll be here. Uh, yep, yeah, I'll be here. I'm waiting. Um, so I can't wait for that one. Uh, Pierre asks, uh, what do you do to chill? That has nothing to do with your games, your jobs. Like, what's the activity or non-activity you go to uh, to, like, come back refreshed to things? You workaholics. <laughs> he, he, he accuses us of... <laughs> Being, um, uh, what's yours? I'm not. I'm definitely not a workaholic. I like. I definitely value my 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 work life balance. Like I work hard at yeah. work, but I'm not like I'm never the one to stay late. I don't do that. Right. Um. I'm barely on time. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, like after a hard day of work, like like today, if if we weren't recording, I would have gone for a walk. Uh, I like it's like so in my neighborhood. I live in in Bed-Stuy. Um, but I'm really close to like, uh, Clinton Hill. Um, mm. and there's a really beautiful, um, Fort green right there. Like this is where all the rich white Brooklynites live. And, yeah. uh, it's very nice to walk to those, um, those brownstone lined blocks and it's like really shady. And like, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is, right? Like I'm not going to get into like yeah. the political side of that, but it is nice to, to just just you know look at all the really expensive <laughs> apartments like these two million dollar yeah. homes you know four floors and just people just living their lives Car- yeah, caribbean it's, it's nannies nice just like <laughs> oh that's nice that's always good <laughs> yeah um yeah no it's a uh, that's a good one i mean i i in the in, during lockdown we would do that occasionally because you know we, we just had to get out of the house every mm-hmm. once in a while but it is a good habit to get into um because yeah, I mean, I've now that I've been venturing back out into the world, like New York, especially like in the summer, especially especially, uh, can feel so beautiful and like calming and centering for me in a, in a in a real way that like nothing else can really compete with. Um, I guess it's just like I mean, I, ugh, God, here we are again, uh, you know, talking about how great New York <laughs> is, but um, it's it also sucks. But yeah, for me, I guess one of mine is uh, I I've like had a really good habit of give giving myself time to listen to music. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it kind of goes back to my not looking at screens type of thing yeah. where I still buy mini discs on Bandcamp from 
little indie labels that will produce them for certain artists. Uh, it's really cool. It's like they package them really nicely. They have really beautifully made, like professionally made labels and stuff. And uh, it just feels like getting a new, you know, like a new album or CD or something. Yeah. And I, I like kind of, I don't really do that anymore outside of mini discs. I mean, I do that with vinyl, but when um, I have a small but growing CD collection, whenever I travel, I like to buy stuff from wherever I'm going or whatever, If it's especially if it's abroad. But um, I say all that to say, yeah, I'll sit down and just like put some headphones on and listen to music and just like close my eyes. Even if it's like at the end of the day, if I want to just try to like absorb something, it's nice to just reconnect with music in that way. So that's one of the things I like to do. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Jack uh, writes in and says, which of the SSX <laughs> series is your favorite? And what do you think uh, and what do you think of as the key elements of the series? Do you think the reboot SSX 2012 captured that? And do you think there's a worthy successor out there? Honestly, like I'm not even going front. Like I didn't have a PlayStation growing up, so I didn't like play these a ton. Uh, my yeah. neighbor, uh, as when I was a kid, when I was in elementary school, they had a PlayStation. So that's how we absorbed all of our PlayStation games. And they had SSX Tricky. Um, so I'm going to say that one was my favorite. Um, but I, I didn't play a ton of it, honestly. Yeah. Um, my real answer is uh, 1080 snowboarding. Oh, shit. Um, but if you want my... To, to, to if you want me to you know <laughs> play your, game. your rules man <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> i'm gonna say uh I, I think the first sx ssx uh because I, I also didn't have a playstation at the time i had, I, I basically waited till like a year after launch until i was able to finally get mine with the gran turismo 3 a spec bundle Oof. um i remember that red box that it was, was fire gorgeous. yeah it was fire yeah uh yeah so um that's the one I remember the most because I would go to my friend across the street. Shout out to Els if you're out there. Um, I would just watch Els play SSX for hours, and I thought it was the coolest shit in the world. Like, wow, look at all these, look at all these bits, look at all these graphics, <laughs> all these polygons. I can't even tell they're polygons. <laughs> yeah, it was like, wow, what is this is the future, huh? Um, yeah, I had a good time watching that. Um, wow, oh, that's it. That's all the questions. Oh, that was amazing. Wow, we did it. I thought there was one more, but we did it. We did it all. Thank you, guys. We, I, I really, we really appreciate you guys sending them in. Keep sending them in, and we'll please. keep trying to answer them. Yeah, I, I don't know why you want to listen to us, but yeah, <laughs> I, I'm continuously, I continuously appreciate it. I, I'll, you know, this is amazing. And, um, and your feedback has been amazing and helping us get better and helping us shake the rust off. It's, it's, been, it's been great uh, coming back. It's like invigorated me. Yeah, it's brought new truly, life truly. into my life. Thank you. Yeah, for real, for real. I also echo those sentiments. Thanks for thanks for all the love and, and the feedback. M- much much appreciated. Um, cool. Before we wrap up, Cam, where can the folks find you online? Uh, as always, you can catch me at Cappy Can't Lose on Twitter and Instagram. You can add me uh, again. Don't be a dick. Um, um, yeah, keep it keep it cool. Be cool. Yeah, um, I am. At Pauly Mayo on Twitter and Instagram and all those other things. Uh, P-O-L-I-M as in Mario, A-Y-O. Uh, thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions and or comments, please send them over to podcasts at fanbyte.com. We would love to hear from you. You can also send us questions and talk to us in our amazing community on Discord. Find a link to our Discord in our show notes as well as so the Fanbyte Discord so you can see the larger extended universe 
uh, that we now belong to. Yeah, uh, I like. I've been seeing. I saw, yo, shout out to P, I think it was Pierre who who used the um, Ninja Turtles Power Rangers GIF uh, on the in the welcome page on on the in the welcome channel. Shout out to Pierre. On that's, the fan that's Discord. Man. Yeah, shout out to Pierre. Um, what a legend. What a legend. And yeah, uh, please make sure to subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. We're also on whatever other podcast catches are out there. If you could take a minute to rate and review the show, though, on Apple Podcasts, that really, really, really does help us spread the word. You know, it's something to do with the algorithm. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows anymore? Or, um, or as my mom would say, the logarithms. The logarithms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As always, we are at the Optional NYC on Twitter. You can find Fanbyte over at Fanbyte Media. You can find the rest of the podcast that me and Jordan Mallory produce over at fanbyte.com slash podcast or podcastnet.work. Uh, this week, I'm going to recommend Friends Reunion, of course, as always, uh, because it's just it's just a great show. Um, you know what? Uh, which one? Ha- you know what? I'm going to recommend Channel F. Hey. Go... go. Go listen to Channel F. It's great. It's a good time. Um, I'll you know I'll throw some links in the show notes as well for that. Uh, yeah, thanks to Jay um, as always. You can find Jay over at uh, Mama J M O M M A J A A E, and uh, be sure to check out the Fanbyte uh, team streams over at Twitch.tv/Fanbyte. Keep up with all of our amazing guides, news, trending pieces, and more over at Fanbyte.com. And until next time, everyone. Peace. It's Danielle Riendo, the editor-in-chief here at Fanbyte. I like movies, and you probably do too. Join me and my incredible co-hosts, LB Hunktiers and Fernanda Prachas, on You Love to See It, Fanbyte's weekly premiere movie podcast. Every Thursday, we explore the wonderful world of film from old classics, cult favorites, and plenty of under-the-radar treasures. We pick a different theme each month and really dive in, with a combination of in-depth analysis and breezy chat on everything from monster movies to Patrick Swayze classics. You'll love to see it is available at fanbyte.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, uh, movie starting. We'll catch up later. Ooh.